0: Ascent 420. 25th episode. Mm -hmm. Wow. We're killing it. That that is a milestone. So we're going to smoke a joint in celebration Mm. of the 25th episode.
1: I think they said most podcasts don't make it past like the 12th or 13th. Is that right? So, yeah. Okay. So if all you guys right. made it past that, you're already past most. Why, why don't most? they
2: make it past? Just like people just give up. Coordinating, coordinating, or
1: yeah, I media. think people are just lazy and just stop. Right. Or they realize they don't like it. Or, or yeah, too critical of themselves. themselves right. 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 I would. If,
3: really if I started like, a podcast wow. by myself, it would have been that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you yeah. After four. I saw two Fuck of them, like
0: I look all fucked up. Look at my profile. My profile sucks. All of our insecurities. Well, would be coming out. That's funny stuff. All right, little Jack. Little, This is more of an uppity, sh- you know. Okay. Ghost Train and um, Durban Poison. So fuck you if you don't like the Ghost Train. He doesn't <laughs> like Ghost Train. No, I, I can't never believe it. said those words. Well, he misconstrued so what I said.
1: All I said was it wasn't the way I was used to Ghost Train. Normally with Ghost Train, my heart starts racing. I fucking get anxious and I'm like super up. Last time he gave me Ghost Train, it put my ass on the couch and I fell asleep early. I was not complaining by <laughs> any means. That's what I like out of my weed, but uh, it just wasn't expected. Or I smoked it before a show, is what happened. And then I was like fucking up on stage, like felt <sighs> so, like I was gonna fucking fall asleep. <laughs> it's funny. That's not good.
2: Not not Nap time
1: with everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> Better than two hits of acid hitting right when I go up and not knowing where my keyboard is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you played on stage tripping? That'd be pretty wild. Yeah. I would think. I
1: mm-hmm. think it
0: could go really well. Maybe you just get into like this killer zone or get lost. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly.
2: Did you did someone record that? Like, did you?
1: There, there's there a few. I mean, there's definitely a few times out there. Um, for the most part, I usually would save something like that for if I was playing a show in Pueblo where it's like, it's my hometown. Like, I feel very comfortable there. I know everybody that's in the room with me. Uh, and I also know if I freak out, nobody's going to fucking judge you. They're yeah. like, oh, it's just Jordan. He's yeah. tripping on mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one time, though, when I went and played with Bon Jovi. In 2018, I took about a half a hit before I went up in front of 20,000 people, and that was probably not the best choice. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I hung on, I got through the ride. It was only a 35-minute set, but it was over and done with like that. Like I, I was not able to process the moment while mm-hmm. I was in it. I couldn't take in but was what it was successful? happening. Yeah, we got. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're like, this is my. Largest crowd ever. Yeah. Let me take some acid. Let me just experiment real <laughs> Let me see quick. how that's going to go. I've
2: never done this before.
0: Yeah.
1: That's cool. I think the hardest part was trying to talk to uh, Televisión <laughs> in our interview before. <laughs> and and like the local news station was like, what does it feel like to be representing Texas today? I was like, I'm from Colorado. And they're like, don't tell us that. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. To, I'm not gonna stay here and lie to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not everyone's gonna try and find that video.
1: It's got to be out there somewhere. A
0: lot of good stuff to talk about. Yeah. Did any of you guys get a chance to look at that video that Justin sent? The oh, sure. yeah. dark horse video. Listen to about it. the first forty minutes.
3: Mm. Yeah, the one with the the inventor of mRNA yeah. technology.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: That was strange mm. to me that he was coming out to talk about it but it was also it was like I just got my second Moderna shot like
3: That's right. He did the at the beginning. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well both of those good, guys good point.
0: Did. Yeah, both yeah, of them Wein- yeah, right. Weinstein, Weinstein didn't Yeah, he was uh, the only one that did mm-hmm. it
1: and that table and I don't know, yeah, it just seemed weird that they were both like we were trying to warn about these possible right. side effects well maybe
3: because he's older and he realizes that it's a risk cost thing yeah. about how risky is the virus itself versus how risky mm-hmm. is
0: the the solution and i don't know if the first or the other guy what's do you remember what the other guy's name is i don't um, i don't uh i don't remember either but i i don't know if he got it like earlier and then he's like, "Oh, this information had just come out, or um you know because at one point he did say, though, weighing the costs, he might make a similar choice, but
3: right he what they're doing that. as yeah. far as
0: suppressing the information right. is one of the things that yeah. he's got a big problem with
3: so what did what did you take as like the important takeaways you know from from it like what did you, what well,
1: did you I thought learn it was weird it? because it was like It was like this time last year when, was it when Peter Hotez was on Rogan, I think, and he was talking about, uh, he was talking about this exact thing. It was just like, I see that there could be a lot of potential issues with people. I think he was saying like 50 and under at the time. And then, you know, now these guys were saying more, what, like 40 and under is where we see these issues. But it's just, it was crazy to me that I was hearing this a year ago. Mm -hmm. And now these guys are saying the same thing, but have... You know, very clear evidence to kind of mm-hmm. back it up, but uh,
0: well, that yeah, that's the thing. It was conspiracy a year ago, mm-hmm. and now there's all this information that's being suppressed, right. which makes it even more of a conspiracy <laughs> because right. it's I like, mean, why are they suppressing? Yeah. Brett this had a guy
3: on the week before, uh-huh. and he was more of just a doctor that's been working in the field, uh-huh. and he was talking about the authoritarian nature of just trying to be a doctor right now, uh-huh. right? How you know they made the points like in the past like a a doctor's they even made the point of like at home visits they used to visit you at home and Uh they would kind of see the whole pattern of your life yeah and that's how they would like diagnose you with things Mm -hmm. and they see what works what doesn't they try things they know what works and because of the whatever rules are going on right now, they weren't allowing them to use things like ivermectin
1: mm-hmm. or that
3: flumoxus scene or yeah. whatever that, uh-huh. <laughs> right? And so, so he was talking about the authoritarianness Yeah. so that even the doctors themselves can't do
0: what they know they should be doing, mm-hmm. right? And they can't. So yeah. do you guys remember early on, like last year, um, around this time, maybe the March time, um, that uh, short video came out, Plandemic? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and everybody. So I shared it with some things, and I just said there's some interesting things to think about mm-hmm. on this, mm-hmm. right? Not that it's like, oh, this thing's happening exactly, blah, blah, blah. Right. But now when you look at it, it's funny. You look back, and you could pull out big chunks of that and say, this is what they were saying. But everybody, fucking, you know, tells you you're a conspiracy theorist if you think anything otherwise. Right. That's as weird
3: as you can't even like question anything about it yeah yeah i mean my my big takeaway was that that guy the inventor of the mrna that he trusts that technology even though he recognizes it's a new tech he yep. said that multiple uh-huh. times he's like this is new it's never been studied on humans before right they did like really brief clinical trials and then it would be the long-term effects that would uh-huh. be the problem yep but that the spike protein was the issue that yeah, it's that's ac-
0: breaking off and
3: so that it's
2: for those who hmm. haven't Seen this because I haven't, but I assume other people who would be listening to this podcast may have not listened to this. Uh-huh. So, what are they saying?
0: Follow my. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. I,
2: don't I think. Care. I
3: think. So. So one guy is the inventor of the mRNA vaccine. The other guy is some sort of entrepreneur that's been trying to help ivermectin become. Or maybe like spread the word about it. Yeah. Um, because it has some crazy stats that the studies they've done on it is that it both prevents... hundred percent is what he said. A hundred percent with the studies they've done. Uh-huh. But nothing's hundred percent science, but the, sure. the, 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 the but science
0: they said But they said that. with the studies that they've yeah. done, it's been a hundred percent So effective. it
3: both prevents and helps with the uh, to treat it. Uh-huh. So it's both something that treats and um, yeah. Prevents. prevents. Yeah. And so that's what he was talking about. And the mRNA guy he had, uh, so his, his thought was that the spike protein wasn't the best thing to target. Somehow you like design the mRNA. I don't understand any of this, mm-hmm, right? right? But somehow you design it to attack a certain aspect of a virus, and they decided that the spike protein was the best bet. And he was afraid that the spike protein was actually like bioactive or something, mm-hmm. like it itself does something. Mm-hmm. And so, so they decided to do that, and now that's proving to be the case. And then he was like trying to like warn the FDA uh, all, all this time about that fact, and no one's done anything about it. Right?
0: Maybe just yeah. let it exist. Mm-hmm.
3: That seemed like the one of the more important parts of
0: the uh-huh. of that podcast to me. Well, I think that I think also the part that they're talking about the suppression of information, right? Because you know, at one point they said that. Even the guy who was really opposed to it mm-hmm. said that he might even make that same call.
3: Right. But to take the risk. To take the to risk. Help does the risk outweigh? Amount, yeah. But yeah, but you can't be open about studying things and if doctors can't talk to each other, right. then we can't recognize when there could be a problem because you right. make a new vaccine, there could be a problem. Right. They all recognize that. Mm-hmm. So they should be able to discuss that and share information about it. Mm-hmm. And he was saying like the data collection right now is just like horrible for right. whatever reason. Well,
0: and right? and he's saying it's a fucking an, an issue, like a conspiracy to a large degree. Yeah. And Brett and the other guy are trying to call it um, what did they call it? Like abnormalities or, mm. um, mm-hmm. what, what, what word did he use? No, 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 you know, that's no, no. like abnormality. Right. You know, he kept referring no. to him as that. Okay. Um, well, you know, so th- they, so it wasn't like all falling into that conspiracy theory Right. situation. Right. Mm-hmm. That it was like, well, these are but, anomalies. That's no. what he was calling. Mm. It.
3: Yeah. I think again, this is kind of, what we talked about last time, like is, is malevolence intentional or is it, uh, mm. like, i was thinking maybe the, the word could be emergent mm-hmm. like you got like systems that are so complex that uh at some level these things start to be seen you know what i mean like we do it to ourselves kind of mm-hmm. a thing like so so one idea the other thing i was thinking we could talk about today is this idea called like second handers mm-hmm. right and it's another one of ayn rand's ideas and it's an it's like that that like I, I have a hard time summarizing it um, but it's something that's going on right now. So I think a good analogy was that emperor, uh, w- emperor's clothes or whatever, that story. The emperor wears no clothes. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And like some part of it is like uh, he gets these clothes made and he's told that only virtuous people can see the clothes, mm-hmm. right? That was an important part of the story. I forgot about that. Um, and then he goes out and then everybody, he's naked. He The emperor goes out naked And then everybody sees them and they want everybody else to think that they're virtuous so they say oh great your clothes are amazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) right but they know that they're lying to themselves right right? so because in ayn rand's view she they're living second-handedly through what other people think of them Mm -hmm. they don't want to be virtuous for their own self-knowledge that they are or trying to be or whatever but rather that other people think they are Mm -hmm. so like a liar or like a cheater Will put up a false front mm-hmm. and and appear virtuous because he doesn't care about actual virtue. He cares about that other people think he's virtuous. He mm-hmm. still wants to cheat and lie and do all that other mm-hmm. stuff. He he. So that he people, those people live second handedly through others. And so that kind of process, I think, is what's going on right now, right? It's like there's a lot of. I, I don't think you could lay like say it's one thing, but there's a lot of look at me. I'm doing what's right. I'm mm-hmm. following the. You know, and there's like a lot of pressure. So in that story, if you're virtuous, only virtuous people can see the thing. There's all this social pressure to be like, I oh, great clothes. And then it's like a little kid in the crowd goes, Hey, the Emperor's naked. Right? And and I thought it was interesting too, because the kid I would think would be the most virtuous. You know, they're not like yet poisoned by you know (laughs) everything. Right. (laughs) Well
0: that's but then again then that's what we've got to redefine since every word now is being redefined, right? Yeah. But <clears throat> what does virtue mean?
3: Mm. You know,
0: mm. and it kind of takes us into that thing we were talking about earlier with love, right? What does right. that okay, really yeah, mean? Yeah. So Say that be- idea, yeah. That was because it... We'll go into the virtue, though, first. It, okay. it You know what I'm saying? It, it all becomes very self-serving. And if it's self-serving, then it's kind of counter to the meaning of what virtuous is anyway, right? Mm. So mm. I think... Um, in this effort to like redefine things and that's backtracking. That's what I think is funny about everything that's happening, the hypocrisy around it. Mm -hmm. Right. But in the effort to redefine, they don't want to address the things that, you know what I'm saying? Are redefining them at the core, like virtue because anybody who gets up and, even with these questions going on with this vaccine, even with the questions and imposes that vaccine on somebody else for a virtuous reason is not imposing it for a virtuous reason anymore. Mm. It's like you're saying, because they want to be accepted into the group or else Mm. they have another agenda. And you know, I'm not giving people, I haven't lost faith in people. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm not giving them as much credit as you've been giving them. In how complex they are. I think people fall back to this whole primal state. And so I don't think we've moved beyond it. I think we've just gotten better at talking, you know, fancier and, and mm-hmm. making us sound like we're beyond it. And so I, I think it's a power trip. I think I know so many liberal people that are close to me mm-hmm. that have distanced themselves away from me because I resist that mm-hmm. approach. Yeah. And this whole thing that they're talking about vaccines and they're talking about racism. It only pushes what they think they're going to gain a power and I'm, a, I'm starting to a think position. this more and
3: more. I heard you hear I heard that at the beginning. So postmodernism breaks everything down, says there's no truth. There's no absolute truth. Everybody has their own truth. Cultures. Everything's relative. They have their thing. They do. That's good. We have our thing. We do. How do we say anything bad about any other culture that, you know, mutilate somebody or something, right? Um, so, ah, see, that got me off. Um, crap. <laughs> got a stone from that thing. Damn. <laughs>
0: it's been hidden in a dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so postmodernism. So once you, once you break down that there's no truth, right, and everything's relative, then it's all about power, right? So I heard that early on about what was going on with the woke stuff, mm-hmm. and I just didn't understand what that meant, you know? Like, they say it's all about power. All they really want is power. And I was like, maybe, you know, I don't, I don't even understand what power is necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then this whole year I've been kind of thinking about that. And, and I'm, that's generally the conclusion I'm making as well. It's like, it's all about having control over other people and having power, whatever that means. Cause if you, if people see you as virtuous, that is, kind of like power as well. Mm-hmm. Right. It's,
0: um, but it's like an earned power. You know what I'm saying? It's like a power for that's re- acquired out of deeds and presence and it it should be and you should
3: be right but when they but when it's forced virtue it's not it's right imposed or or lies Mm -hmm. you know fake virtue um Mm -hmm. follower virtue look at me i'm doing what you know right but without
0: doing they say that's what what i'm saying It becomes self-serving right it's not Mm -hmm. virtuous anymore look at me this is what i'm doing right isn't virtuous right at that moment it's changed from virtue to self-serving so
3: so could could we try so because that iron ranch has that other idea Mm -hmm. that's virtuous selfishness Mm -hmm. that's the idea itself right so it's like that i mean this is the conversation we've had a ton well what do they call it on the right um you know not doing things for others doing it for yourself what do they call that
2: Um, like you know that um ego
3: no. Uh, I don't know. It's I mean, like a it's common argument for like Republicans and stuff uh-huh. that you, you have to do it for yourself or whatever. Right.
0: Right. I know what we're talking about I'm just hungry. Yeah, me too. Shit. <laughs> <That's>, maybe <laughs> I'm it is under the go <laughs> Sorry Under pressure. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. So her argument is that um the only thing you can do is um for yourself. Right. Right? That's really the that's the only thing that's possible and that it's actually you know, she would think of it as like a sin to, to sacrifice yourself for other people. Yeah, you know I mean? Um, can I try it? Like, but, can, I, can I try it? Yeah. Well, go ahead, unless you want to respond. Well, okay. I
0: was just going to say with that, it's just the the difference, you know, when you do it for yourself, right? And, and you focus on, you know, that small part, and then you build outward to the family, to the community. Right, exactly. And it, and it kind of it, yeah. grows from yeah. there. You're not imposing. You're um, exactly. convincing people. You're, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not trying to manipulate. You're not right. trying to do that. You're, you're,
3: you're like doing arguments what or and, and
0: like, whatever you're presenting answers the questions themselves or makes the challenges themselves for people to formulate a decision. Do they want to be part of that or do they want to do something else? And what the left is trying to do is the opposite. They're trying to say this, we know what's virtuous. This is what's right and we're going to force this rightness Right. They want to force
3: everybody to be virtuous. They say, you can't use these words. Those words hurt people's feelings right they try to force right right yeah here you know what? Yeah. Uh, i'm gonna start with this one it's short and then i'll just like say it real quick and then you guys tell me what you think it's called the the parable of the pedestrian right and it was like some legal some some lady back in the day wrote a whole thing about like in law what it means if like someone gets hit by a car how responsible are they for that person like the person that hit the other person mm-hmm. How responsible are they or can they be for the injuries of the other person? That was like the whole idea. Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll go through it quick. So uh, a reckless driver runs a stoplight and hits a pedestrian, injuring her spine. Doctors inform the pedestrian that if she ever wants to walk again, she'll have to spend uh, many painstaking years in physical therapy. Clearly she bears no responsibility for her injury. She was victimized by the reckless driver. Uh, Yet the driver cannot make her whole. He might pay for her medical bills, for instance, but he cannot make her attend her tedious physical therapy sessions. Only she can do that. Still, she might resist. She might write historical accounts detailing precisely how and why the driver injured her. Uh, When her physical therapists demand more of her, she might accuse them of blaming the victim. She might wallow in the unfairness of it all, but this will change nothing the nature of her injury precludes the possibility of anyone else besides her healing
0: it All right so, so what do you think I mean I that's something I believe you know just as much as we'd like other things to, to be different mm. that's the deal you know like I use an example and I and I think it's not a great example because it stirs a lot of emotions and feelings and things of that nature. But so I tried to think of the most innocent thing being a child against the most, you know, disgusting thing being a sexual predator, right? Yeah. It's never the child's fault. Not one instance has it ever been the child's fault, Right. but it's still going to be that child's responsibility
3: to get over it, to to get over it. Right. And
0: this is just the exact Mm -hmm. same thing. It's Mm -hmm. like, it sucks. That Self-responsibility. Happened. That's the idea. Yeah. Self-respon-
3: that's a, I uh-huh. Self-responsibility. Self-responsibility. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right.
3: Uh-huh. It's... Right. It's the way it is, but... And it's the blaming the <laughs> victim thing. People don't want to do right. that because it's like saying you have responsibility. Uh-huh. And it's like, how can you blame them? They're, you know, even people who are like obviously mm-hmm. put in places that is not their fault. Yeah. And horrible...
0: North Korea. This chick yeah, from yeah, North yeah. Korea. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean... Right, mm-hmm. that whole story is a story yeah. of taking yeah. responsibility because right. nobody was gonna just pull her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But that's that's the challenge. You know what I'm saying? That we're given. Those are the challenges that we've got to face, and mm-hmm. that's where I think um, faith is important for people because again. I'm not a religious person but if you going back to the atheism argument if you're an atheist then you got nothing what are you gonna do that's all that you got you know it's you can't even improve yourself for something after it's just ends right there and so I think that with tough times it's really hard for those for people of that mindset and I think that's what's happening with the left a lot A lot of really left people I know are atheists and I'm not saying there's anything like, I'm not judging it on being bad. It just, I think, ends and it keeps everything, well, this fucking sucks and it's not going to get better, right? And people who have faith have an opening into Whatever it is that you can imagine, or whatever it is that's been imagined for you and you believe, mm-hmm. right? Being mm-hmm. a religion. Um, and so I think when you've got that opening into that next kind of realm, it gives you something that you can rely upon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. rely upon, attach to to make yourself better. So mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. the person who got hit by a car, that would mm-hmm. suck. Right. That would suck for a guy like me, mm. you know what I'm saying? Who's super, super active? It would suck for anybody, but I'm saying mm. like, who identifies with being physically active for for everything, but still, mm. it would be my responsibility to figure out a and way. It would be hard to though to not
3: not blame that other person, right? Sure. If that happened, to you how right. much would you like just like. Uh, you know, without your own, just like the idea would come up in your head of you like beating that person. While. Yeah, you'd be beating that dude's yeah. ass in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it would just happen. You wouldn't even like do it on purpose. Those ideas would just be like that motherfucker. Once you, you have like a you horrible...
0: actively have to fight those. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You actively yeah, actively have to fight those thoughts. I
1: got hit when I was running on Broadway one time. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I got, oh really? Yeah, you I, were running and I, I, hit by a car. Yeah, I, I was running yeah. along Broadway. A car was coming on like Gerard or something, and I saw them. I saw that, like, I made eye contact with them before I crossed the street. They were still back here. Mm. They had a red light. He was clearly getting ready to make a right-hand turn. And I, I was staring right at him, like, motherfucker, you better stop, you know. Like, mm. I, and I just kept on running. And sure enough, like, he came to a slow right before I got in front of the car and stepped right on it and he and I like rolled up on the window Dang. hit me onto the curb uh-huh. and I was like so full of adrenaline I just got up tried to pull my phone out and went running after the car down Broadway oh he kept oh, going, he, huh? he kept going. Oh, he oh man jet down Broadway uh-huh. like, just sped out off oh, what and it I was yeah I was, uh-huh. I was I was like trying That's to take up. pictures it and,
0: is uh. fucked up but here's <laughs> yeah. what I would say because I say this in jujitsu man all the time you take an elbow to the face, that's your fucking fault for having your face there. Mm. And you're not going to right? uh, beat a car, You're not right, going to beat a car. A car's right. coming, yeah. fucking that's dick. Right. But he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's got the not, right away <laughs> I in I my mind. I deal with that. Right. <laughs> right. I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I had the walk signal, you right. know, yeah. right. everything was in my favor sure. in that situation. Right. Right. But I did have to come You see and, like, that car that you're questioning. Yeah, this
3: dude's stopping. Like, I was pissed when
1: I got home and I sat there stewing for a minute and I was like, you know, I could have just stopped and waited to yeah. make sure everything well, so there, because yeah, you'll, yeah, yeah. you'll
0: never win there's no I yeah. mean you might get a lawsuit but yeah. at mm. what expense right you know? and then I mean, like
3: let's say that you never realized that you had some fault right Yeah. you would forever blame that person and then that nothing gets dealt with in that yeah. situation no. and right? then I'd
1: probably get ticked off at every other car
3: that right. ever yeah. even came yeah. close to me but
0: that's yeah. the, so that's mm. the thought when you were reading that that mm. came into my mind though it's like and I know people get pissed because Like, this was a big issue with the Me Too movement and and people, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with women getting assaulted. But I would say, what were you doing to bring that where you got hit? Because I ride my bike all the fucking time. I mean, I'm always on the roads riding my bike. Mm. Okay, but Mm. I got to be extra careful because I'm not a fucking car, Right. right? I, I mean, those are the things that people don't want to... Acknowledge. I see women all the time running on the trails with those little, you know, AirPod Mm -hmm. things in their Mm -hmm. ears. They don't fucking know who's behind them. They don't know Mm -hmm. what's going on, Mm -hmm. right? They're just focused on their run. Mm -hmm. Okay, is it their fault that they get attacked? Is it their fault that they get attacked? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's, at have some, there's some attackers culpable, out there. We right. know there's predators out right. there. So yeah. well, is it your fault that you get attacked?
3: Because then you could even say that person shouldn't go running on that trail where there's like, you know what I mean? Or maybe right. they or, should and be just aware. Right. But I, you know what I'm, I'm yeah. just saying? Like we make so many decisions uh-huh. up to, it's like we decide how risk, how much risk we want to take. Correct. And so we are always responsible. But
0: see, that. this is the thing. I don't think we decide that. I think mm-hmm. people have let that go. I think mm-hmm. the, the girl, and I'm going to use the girl because women get you know at least out in the world get sexually assaulted more than guys do um, to my yeah. understanding I think that's right. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that. you
0: know in prison you know I'm sure there's a high rate of guys getting right. assaulted but yeah, so it's it's up to them to at least take some responsibility and I don't think any of them do I think they put in their mm. fucking earphones mm. and think that I should be safe it's mm. just like you it see people be. walking yeah. with their cell phones they're walking on the sidewalk Right? I see
2: people cross the roads. Cross roads,
0: But they're walking. I see people like walking yeah. across, you know, like mm-hmm. where someone's pulling in. Right. They're not
3: looking up. Right. And again, the guy that did that to me today. Me And like he knew I was going to slow down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like a red light for him. And he still walked across yeah. on his phone. Yeah. Didn't even like he was, you know, a similar kind of thing. Like, yeah. I could have hit him. But you know? somebody's right. going
0: to. Somebody right. did. Right, <laughs> And that's the thing. It's like, Yeah. How many, I'm not saying it's right for the driver to do that, but is this the fifth asshole that's done it to him and he's just fucking flipping his lid? You never know. Maybe that person's on their cell phone and you're walking with your cell phone and they're on their cell phone, Right. the car still wins. What's that? You have to
2: account for the person or thing that could happen. I
0: think when you put yourself at a disadvantage, when you put yourself, when you expose yourself, right again in jujitsu I say this all the time you guys hear me when it starts from a roll and you get stuck on the bottom and I'll be saying you don't get to stop you haven't earned it you haven't earned a break you fucked up you got put down there and I know that there's huge disadvantages for men versus women whatever but if you don't accept that you fucked it up right and got put down there then you won't find it in you to get Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. it'll be always like well they're just too big or -hmm. they're just too good Mm -hmm. or whatever and i can't get out so
3: that's another part of the second-handedness is uh ayn rand says that it's like like criminals and uh it's a relationship we've talked about that Mm -hmm. like you need victims to to right yeah the world needs them and but to to be a victim you need to be reliant on someone else Right. And so to be as maybe you're saying, like, uh, say, self-responsible, because I don't have anything other word to call that for like ending up on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You don't need anyone else in that equation to, like, make you understand that fact. Right. And, you know, one thing she says, I think I think it's a I think it's a known idea that what morality is really doing is telling you what to do. Right. It's not telling you what's right or wrong it's not saying this right that wrong it's not like labeling stuff it's telling you a path to take right
0: right and -hmm. and that's what that gal Mm -hmm. from north korea was saying Mm -hmm. is that the regime told them everything to do the regime was right. virtuous. The yeah, regime was yeah, 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 yeah. exactly what the left is mm-hmm. trying to do. Right. Now, mm. the, it doesn't start out like North Korea right now, right. but builds, North Korea builds, yeah. didn't start out like North or, Korea. Was. And even
3: that lady Park, whatever her mm-hmm. last name, she goes to Colombia and then sees how bad all that yeah. authoritarian language and stuff is in the colleges here. Right. She's from North Korea.
0: So right. somebody asked me just the other day, well, they're like, well, where's it spilling out? and i was like well look at the vaccine look at the whole you know like virtuous cult mm-hmm. race thing i'm like it's spilled the, out the
3: authoritarianness has spilled out correct yeah, yeah, yeah. you know because they're oh, like
0: yeah. well if it's happening in colleges but because they're so on that side mm-hmm. they don't see and that there's yeah, any other totally, side and that's why right? it's
3: called a culture war because mm-hmm. they would say i would think it's not an authoritarianness do this do that it's we, they actually see these things as right and these things as wrong mm-hmm. and they're just saying I'm enacting my thoughts about the world and that's a culture
0: but but right? see I used to think that okay. right? but now I don't think anymore I think that like when it was like that that was okay because mm-hmm. then people like that you could still have some level of dialogue with you okay. could still talk to but what it's become now is for power and -hmm. However, it's been presented; it has become an us against them mentality, and it's. it's I think you're right,
3: and so this is another part of, of stuff I've been thinking about, like what is a revolution really, Mm -hmm. right? And I, I think you could break it down, that it's like you know, if you if you look up revolution in uh, the I Ching, Mm -hmm. it's actually about cycles, Mm -hmm. right? It's not about like political revolution and stuff like that. It's just revolving, Mm -hmm. and so. And then you start to think of the underdog, uh, you think of class ideas and of, of hierarchies in a society, right? Right. And one's on the bottom and one's on the top. Mm-hmm. So what happens when things resolve, revolve is the bottom becomes the top. Right. Right? So, you know, like how like it's punk now. It used to be like the marginal people that had pink hair and, you know what I mean, and were all like punk rock. Yeah. And they were against... Let's say Christianity and old white guys Mm -hmm. that are rich Republicans or something. You Mm -hmm. you know, there's some of that culture in that, right? The The
0: man, man. yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: (laughs) But now people are punk rock if they like agree with all the corporations, because the bottom has become the top, Mm -hmm. And, and and we're in that cycle. And then what happens though is like once you get that ball moving, I think. Uh, once You know Like once that underdog Becomes the top dog There's another one to come And take that from them mm-hmm. And so it's this constant Like eating everybody cycle mm-hmm. and, and there's no end to it And whoever's on top Is who has power Well
0: like And you say. so here's where I would mm. I would bring up To consider Something to consider Is that I think that That is true In the world Not in our country I think it's starting to be true In our country But I think that that's what The constitution Has insured is that there isn't that right, r- to, yeah. rolling transfer of power and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. in our country mm-hmm. right. this is yeah, the yeah. thing that people fucking don't really understand yeah there's wealthy families that have maintained wealth and you could call some level of um uh just, generational intergenerational yeah, right. wealth mm-hmm. but a lot of people are self-made mm-hmm. wealthy right and the wealthy aren't keeping people from doing that. Mm. It's just not easy. Mm-hmm. So right. but they're not preventing I think they are now, but they weren't preventing people from acquiring that kind of wealth before. And that's where again when you start to suppress information, they didn't have the power.
3: Once they want if they if that view gets the power, <laughs> yeah. then, then it starts to enact those kind of things. Well and, and says,
0: I, I think the American ideal, the American exceptionalism was that There was an unlimited availability of shared power, you know, of shared wealth, of Mm -hmm. people can acquire wealth. There's never been anything that I've read that says there is a cap on how much wealth can be earned in the world. You know, like there's $6 trillion in the world and it's only going to be held by these. You know, there's no... Limit. Mm-hmm. Look at right. NFTs and fucking well, and Bitcoin and, and.
3: And if you really see the 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 movement of what do they call that? How you can lose money and make money. Mm-hmm. How a family can lose everything. There's mm-hmm. like movement is like economic class movement or something right. and it's like how much that actually happens here is a mm-hmm. lot more than you would think mm-hmm. and then most like generational wealth tends to only last like two or three, three generations, generations before right. it's lost yeah, yeah. I think, so i think that's the i one. think we have this this some idea that you know it's like kings from you know that's what those, i'm saying lines, there might be a
0: few families like that right, like there rockefellers are. there are. or yeah. you know but even
3: they were like self-made correct they, but there are like you know King of fucking wherever families, you know, Uh but, but if you look at how much we move up and down here in America, it's a lot more than, than you would think. So most
0: people have that opportunity. I mean, certainly some people are going to have more of an opportunity in other areas, but this is where we talk about, I think that's so important is what we value as qualities because a lot of people will say this, but you know, like black people or inner city black people are at a different starting point, right? Right, Have you heard that argument? Yep. Okay. But this Mm -hmm. is what I say about that. Level the playing field. I think that's a nonsense argument because an inner city black kid is exposed to things that are going to make them tougher, that are going to make them more resilient, that are going to make them maybe um, a little less sensitive or emotional, Mm -hmm. right? To things. Maybe they think more rational than, freak out mode, you you know, so they're going to develop a lot of skill sets. Whereas the wealthy person who grew up in suburbia, I mean, that's why I went to the army because people that I grew up with, they were cool as fuck, man. We had fun, but they were pussies. I mean, my crew literally that I ran with, I tell this to them today. I love them, but you guys were pussies. You guys were then you are now and nothing's changed. I had to get away from that because it was so soft. So the, the point is that skills that these guys had, I went to actively seek and coming from a, a, you know, we weren't a well-to-do family as far as wealth goes, but my dad was an engineer. My mom was a nurse. So we were pretty decent middle class. Right. right. And that didn't. So you, you, know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So like, it
3: made you weak, and and you see that if you put yourself in a situation where we might call that person less advantaged, they actually have an advantage. Yes. Because it makes them strong, and, and and then it comes down to how do we la- how do we understand what good is? Like what's good for, yeah, for a person to have? What kind of life is actually good for right. them? And
0: and even mm-hmm. what your skills are to to make what we value it's about
3: values yeah -hmm. what do we value yeah do we value money because most of the time when we talk about that stuff it's about money Mm -hmm. these group of people makes this much more than this group of people this group has more CEOs than that group it's Mm -hmm. all like a money lens right
1: right yeah I can relate to that to what you just said about like well with you going to the army for me it was skateboarding really and then I mean we used to scrap a lot just in backyards and shit so it was like like, I I I hate, like, even saying it this way because I feel bad because I know my parents did a good job at raising us, but my mom and dad were, like, like, with my brother, they didn't really, they didn't know what to expect, so like he kind of got into a lot of shit. With my sister, they were so overprotective that it made her... A little bit weaker like I, I love you sis but like we all know you got a tendency <laughs> to freak out and uh that's still like a running joke in our family that she she she'll snap on a dime and um
0: she doesn't want to hear that she's going to snap yeah, on you <laughs> <much> to- <laughs> she, <laughs> she knows I'll tell, I
1: tell her I, yeah we, we always joke about it but like with me I, I felt like they kind of had a little bit more of a balance where it was like yeah let him go and do his thing but also they were trying to protect me from the world, but I, I saw that at a young age, like, I think by the time I was 11 or 12, I started to recognize that the people that I was spending a lot of my time with were soft, like, even though some of them were like jocks and football players and stuff, they, they would complain a lot about stupid shit, and uh, my, like, closer friends were getting into skateboarding at the time, and they were all people that I felt more relatable to in that they had gone through a lot of shit and i felt like at that age i had already seen some shit and so i was able to kind of identify with this group of people that to me they were they were a little bit tougher than than the average kid that i was hanging out well, with. Well if you're them.
0: jumping off like 12 yeah. stair yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> flights. Right. Well that there's <laughs> <That is> something <laughs> in oh, awesome. like baked I saw, I saw into, like into a three-year-old skateboarding. Right? the other
2: day a video of a 3-year-old skateboarding down seven steps.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> <Heck yeah.
0: laughs> Yeah. yeah, Concrete. Right. But see, that's the concrete. thing. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're going down
1: concrete. Well, that was it to me. It was like, because I, you know, I'd had my ass kicked a couple times. And then the more I skateboarded, the more I realized I wasn't afraid to take a punch anymore. I wasn't afraid to fucking get wrestled down to the ground. It was like, I've I've had my body slammed into handrails and walls on the fucking tumbling downstairs. Like, hit my face on a handrail and then tumble down the stairs. And then you fucking hit the bottom and my neck fucking gets jammed up or something or the impact of feeling your ankle blow out down a fucking 12-star set like whatever like i had i all that shit made whatever else like any any kind of threat somebody threw at me was like whatever like give me your best shot you know like fucking hit me and like the the, the concrete gave me fucking three fucking bruises up and down <laughs> my back yesterday i've got a fucking dinosaur egg growing out of my elbow from slamming over and over again and uh, So I, I I do see the value in like well and I, and just inherently with skateboarding, you're skateboarding around town all day and putting yourself in sketchy parts of town just to go and mm. find a cool. Mm. Stair set to skate or different. And then you're, yeah,
3: yeah, and you got to be secretive too, and, and you have to have like tact. Yeah, like, getting you, chased you, by the cops. You, right, the there's spot, places but. you want to skate, but you know you only have like yeah. a couple minutes yeah. before the people come out and like kick <laughs> you out. Yeah, yeah that's dope. Skateboarding is so, not <laughs> a crime. <laughs> yeah. 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 right.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it yeah. just it always put me on high alert, always made me aware of my surroundings, and yeah. uh, you know, that was shit that I carried on with me through life. But it was also being in those parts of town where. You know, those are the types of places I've warned people not to go to when they go to Pueblo. It's Mm -hmm. like, don't go over 6th Street Bridge after fucking dark. Like, that's the first thing I say to people. But what did we do as kids was go over 6th Street Bridge to Mm -hmm. go skate at the school while Mm -hmm. the lights are on or whatever. um, Oh,
0: the luxury
2: (laughs) of being a boy.
0: (laughs) Was it a little different for you?
2: Well, like, his sister, for example, me, I feel like girls don't get to um, be put or given that much space.
3: Mm-hmm. There's more danger. Explore, that's what explore, you mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, Which is
2: why then I wish they would introduce us to jujitsu early on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I Man, I couldn't mm-hmm. agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it like you would just make better decisions. Mm.
3: But the, the other side of the coin, again, to bring it back, is like because of that disadvantage you would get an advantage in like mental warfare and stuff right well if you isn't that how it works yeah, like women I'm saying women if you, women, not, if you, you know. use it if you learn how to use it <laughs> right right? But, right. but because they can't there's some things that you can't do then therefore you build this other skill but see that's whatever. the
0: fucked up that's a fucked up message that the women's movement is <laughs> uh, lying to other women about okay, and saying yeah. you can do, do anything everything. a man can do and right. then fucking Joe Biden even said something like that like I can't imagine one thing that a man can do that a woman can't right. do, you know, as well if not better. And it's yeah. like that stupid shit just fucks people up because I can name fifty mm. things off the top of my head.
3: I, I think it's also a problem of like the thinking which we do right now. Yeah. Well you wanted to name some of those no. things? <laughs> <laughs> I kinda want you to <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was like well, how about this? How about it? it's like it's a lot of it is we just get messed up with thinking about groups. We think We think of all women versus all men. And we have this weird thought about that, because there's plenty of women that could kick my ass. You know what I mean, and the, Not and the, really. and the UFC, mean, and shit. come on,
0: come on, but you outweigh most of them. You, 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 you think even you, it, yeah. it's that much, there's of a, a thing? few. I'm gonna get on it, but Shef what if the there's a woman I, mean, I, mean, right? I, mean, <laughs> I bet on her? I bet on, on, on
1: <laughs> Valentina Shevchenko.
3: yeah, but, but I just mean like that it's you know, like uh, that point that, that Jordan Peterson makes it's like on the edges of the graph is where it matters. Like, in the middle, we're all pretty much alike. Mm-hmm. You know, black, white, man, woman, whatever. You know what I mean? In, on the huge average, we're, we're sure. all more alike than we're different. Sure. That's, like, the main thing is, is that people miss. Right. Is black people are more different inside their own group from each other. One black person from another black person is more different than a black person is from a white person. Mm-hmm. And that's with every single group. Yep. Right? Kay. There's more difference inside of groups, you know, the, from Shevchenko to, you know.
1: Hate fans out.
3: No, no, I was going to say, like, uh, some, some like, celebrity chick. Oh. You know what I mean? The difference, but there, there's a wide difference of type of woman. Oh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Kardashian or something. Right. And, and Shevchenko, right? Mm-hmm. So, within a group, there's a huge difference. But between men and women, there's tough chicks and there's pussy dudes. So, right. there's not that much different if you look at g- groups as a whole, you know? So, that's the thing. Like, what, what we're teaching everybody to think right now is to think of, like, you know, a statement like that, like, you know, a woman can do everything a man can do and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just like some weird thinking about comparing groups. And obviously there's truth to that, that Mm -hmm. for some reason nobody wants to admit. Well, there's a lot of
0: things that men can do that men can't do. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, look at all of these kids. State. look at what I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that I can do. And there's a lot of things that the guys that still, you know, that I said were fucking soft that they can do. But they can't do a lot of things that I can do. There's girls who can do way more than those guys can, right? Exactly. right? right. Mm-hmm. But still, when you put a man and a woman in a, a same arena where it's <laughs> you know a contest of athletics right. and it's confined, so this is why you would beat the shit out of most MMA chicks, mm-hmm. is because they're still confined by rules right mm-hmm. they can't grab your fucking ponytail and slam your head into the post but mm-hmm. well, what if it's like on the street but then you know then, but like then, there's then there's more so opportunities right, right, right. for them uh-huh. right then there's things that opportunity for you they're correct uh-huh. Uh-huh. but but where there's if it's I you feel against like their to Anna, right?
3: Like even their toughness would just overcome my weight advantage my strength advantage so yeah but and, how many uh, times
0: okay Ana's mm-hmm. tough as fuck yeah. I mean I crank chokes on her and <laughs> fucking smashing her face and she's not tapping just the other day i was had to do it extra hard and she still wouldn't tap right okay but if and you know yeah there's a difference in well put you two not you Mm because you've got more training than she does okay i would still put my money on you if it was an mma match where again you're going in it's a three or a five minute round and there's no fucking knees to the face when you're down, right? There's these things that might give you some level of an advantage. Yeah. Then I'm going to give it to the guy who's got some level of skill in that arena. Now there's going to be women that are going to be exceptional, but your striking isn't good enough, right? It's not exceptional. So you could hit him with six shots and he's probably still going to get through. He hits you with one or two and he's going to hurt you enough that he can do some damage beyond that. And that's how it's going to be even if you've got some of these women who have trained. And I've trained with some MMA fighting women and they're really good. Hmm. But Especially there's that, against
3: like a big guy.
0: Right. There's but like, then what yeah. happens though when when we're training on the mat, I'm going to put my money on you over him right now. But he doesn't get the opportunity to slam you or to fucking just pound you because you pissed him off right so once that comes into play that Mm -hmm. changes things so even you got somebody really good against somebody a female who's really good against somebody who's just decent I'm not talking about a guy who fucking comes off the street and doesn't have any conditioning I'm saying somebody who's just they can take a hit right they're decent size and they've got some General skills, it's going to be a really fucking difficult fight for that excellent female, right? It's just the but way I mean, it's going to be.
2: That other person, the female, would also probably, it wouldn't be the same because then you add weight and, and power. Um, but still, you were saying, you know, he doesn't get the opportunity to slam you or
0: whatever. Well, well but if in, he did, in here, he wouldn't, but in an no, MMA I, no, fight, no, he know. would.
2: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that if he gets to, then there's opportunity for her to up her like her game as well like Mm -hmm. things that females have more of an advantage of doing than men would sure but i do get the fact that when you add that Mm -hmm. then there's that extra threat
0: (laughs) well that you know these are the things why again this kind of this concept is so is such a bad argument um It's because we're trying to test it in these extreme areas. You know what I'm saying? In military and things of that nature where there's this big push that they're all equal, right? Men, women. Men, women. Mm. And you won't even see it in an MMA match. The closest you'll see it is in high school, like wrestling. Mm. And women are still in a position where they could physically dominate a boy. You Uh, you know, at that age, Mm -hmm. maybe not into the 17, you know, 18 range, but certainly in the 14, maybe 15, you know, kind of range. But once it gets in, you know, it changes and you've got to have more things at your disposal. And this is what the women's movement, in my opinion, isn't doing. So they're not focusing on the strengths of women. And this is the thing that with Inner city black people or inner city Mexicans or whatever, right? White inner city white people, right? Or country Hicks. Yeah. They're not taking those skill sets and helping them utilize those skill sets. And that's why I train women different than men. You're gonna learn the same techniques, but then you gotta approach it from a different perspective. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, we had a coach who would teach even the smallest person to stay right in front and throw punches we're in that's not a bad thing if you're teaching somebody you know some certain elements of you know pulling the trigger or you know just trying to get them tough enough to stay in the fight but the fact is this person was a really big person and you're trying to teach small people to fight in a manner of where you can fight it's not the same you've got to work within that person's abilities and that person's you know like highest opportunities for success to be and try to find those and try to then get them to utilize those more so shore up their weaknesses and you know really exploit their assets versus mm-hmm. again lumping them into this category of you know women can do anything that men can do and it's
3: yeah and it's it's not honest like if you take that outlook for everything right it's like Cause you gotta like give some due to the fact that some people are in like really horrible situations. Yeah. To say not just men, women, but if we're gonna say like, you know, let's say poor people, um, we have to recognize that 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 is a huge effect, sure. right? And and maybe a, a, you know, incredibly difficult one to like overcome, right? But if you, when you like misdiagnose something, then you can't solve. You end up solving the wrong problem. You know what I mean?
0: Well, look at how many. Yeah. You know, like kind of wealthy or middle class white kids or just middle class kids. I mean, not, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. even white. That just kind of comes back to this whole racial thing. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about it in a class thing. Well, those kids are on more like antidepressants and those kind of drugs right. than yeah, yeah, poor okay. people are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. again, it comes back to mm-hmm. well, yeah, we've got to recognize that there are problems. But and what I don't we, think we focus on the problems, yeah, I think what are we, we focus on the assets, yeah. mm-hmm. right? What are your assets? Okay, fuck. Mm-hmm. Let's teach you how to do this. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think gangs are a bad thing for kids. I think the drug gangs and the violence with gangs, you know, mm-hmm. needs some, you know, uh, but it's at least there for a reason. It's like, it's filling in a gap. It's filling and, in a gap. Right. It's giving but, a kid a reason, yeah. a purpose. Again, we can decide if that's a great purpose or not a great purpose, but if some kid is doing that and you've got somebody who's on antidepressants and hates their life telling them that they're just going to fuck up their life, I mean, I don't think we can do that you know what i'm saying i think it's like well you got to fix your life before you judge what that kid is doing right right and Mm. i think we have this big Mm. finger pointing thing going on that Mm. people who haven't cleaned up their fucking house Mm. are trying to tell
3: right and then it goes back to the self-responsibility thing as well like at what point can these things not be solved by you know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're there, By right? I stuff. mean, at yeah, the yeah, point, yeah. like, uh-huh.
0: yeah. since the beginning of time. That's why mm. socialism and communism. Mm. Uh, one, communism, I guess, has worked. It hasn't really worked for the people, but it's worked for the regimes, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Socialism <laughs> yeah. hasn't yeah. ever worked for the people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people like to point out Europe, but here's the facts. Europe wouldn't exist in the way Europe is able to exist without us. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they know that there's a strong superpower that's not going to let Russia or China or one of these countries that would want to exert their influence, exert their influence. That's a fact. So then this whole Back to power again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you need power, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it, that's where there's a, I think the U S is so different because we're a beacon, this goes back to the acceptable level of corruption. If you look at it on a world stage prior to this whole COVID thing, I think that we had an acceptable level of world corruption because most of the stuff that we do does improves people's lives, right? I know people can say, yeah, but we don't want what Americans want. We don't want American democracy. Yeah. The people who are saying that are the people who are in charge of other people or heavily, you know, in religious groups. But the average person, you can't tell me that the average person who fucking doesn't have any kind of, you know, like thing, but to worry about how they're going to eat and if they're going to be killed or not, would not want well, to have yeah. food and at but, least some level of knowing I'm not going to be killed today.
1: Well, how, much, how much of it is like, like, the North Korea situation mm-hmm. where this girl gets out and she was saying she wasn't even aware that the situation they were in was that fucked up.
3: She didn't, didn't know was, they were oppressed. Yeah. She didn't even know that word. For yeah. She didn't and know what oppression was. Yeah, that it was even that bad. That's just life. Because right. I
1: think about that yeah. pretty often is, like, how many of these other, you know, at least smaller countries in these more heavily oppressed areas are how how many of those people are even aware of how bad their situation mm-hmm. is, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, or Myanmar is one of my favorite examples where it's like, mm-hmm. they were kept off the map up until what, 10 years ago or something is like that. that? Right? I
3: didn't know that.
1: Like okay. we, uh, as a Western world had right. no knowledge that this place even existed until some, uh, reporters decided to go sneak in and try to document the, this, this country. And it's like right next to Burma, like just, just out mm-hmm. of, uh, mm-hmm uh Yeah, it, I can't remember where exactly, but it's, it. I mean, now Pacific, it's yeah, out it's of like today. between
0: like um Thailand, Thailand yeah. and yeah. Yeah. So Vietnam.
1: Is
2: it really small?
1: It. I mean, it's, it's a small it's, island. It's yeah, small no, enough. No, it's not that, an island. It's on oh, the, it's not. It's a uh, peninsula kind of yeah, thing. It's on yeah, the on a peninsula. Peninsula. Small enough that the, the the regime that's in charge there was able to uh basically keep them as a. Country aren't they like, from like a different
3: people too somehow, or a different religion? I you don't that, know that? that I'm yeah, not too yeah, sure. Yeah. I know
1: there were a lot of Buddhists there. Yeah, I think it had something to do with religion. The the, the the reason closest. that that they even got any attention worldwide, and and that they became like found out, was because they slaughtered like hundreds of Buddhists in the street right. for. And I think there and was protest. like I
3: think people use that as like some one of the few examples of like Buddhist terrorism too, because mm-hmm. they like strike back things like that. Huh. Yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. The Buddhists weren't um, non-violent. nonviolent. Mm.
3: Right. There were yeah. warriors. Yeah. yeah. There's even like famous, you know, Buddhist, you know, or warriors that were like warriors in Rome or whatever that were like Christian. Uh-huh. You know, there's ones like that that are Buddhist. Yeah. yeah. Tons. Mm-hmm. Tons.
0: I mean, like Asia, right? Myanmar, though, have you uh, seen any of the left-way kickboxing where they use headbutts? Oh, okay, yeah. you were telling yeah, me that. They don't, yeah, they, yeah. don't yeah. they don't.
3: It's just a wrap. Like yeah, it's just rap like a, rap a rope, or rope wrap. Yeah, I it's a
0: rap. Uh-huh. And they yeah. had a rule that, um, I don't know if they're trying to change this, but you could get knocked out and you get one like recovery. So your corner has like two minutes to revive you. Mm. And you'll see like guys like (laughs) yanking on the dude's ear and doing all sorts of things like slamming them to get them awake. And then they can go back in and fight. And worse
3: concussion.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it only, the only like way to win is by knockout or th- corner throwing in the towel.
3: Okay, that's So, cool. so then the rounds just keep going? No, there's
0: like, um, is it like five three-minute rounds or okay. something like that, five uh-huh. two-minute rounds? Right. So, something along those Oh, and then it's a tie lines. if that, and then and it's a tie. things yep. don't happen. So, cool, yeah, yeah nice. so it encourages did, the fight. How
2: long do these people live? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, there's this guy, Dave right. Leduc is his name. He's mm-hmm. like the, you know, the champ. At least he was last okay. time I checked. This guy yeah. is sick. You watch some of his fights, and he's this tall, lanky, you know, not very, you know, he doesn't look like he's this right. killer. Yeah. And, man, when he gets in the ring, you see yeah. him fighting, he is legit.
3: That's dope. I should check yeah. that out. What is it called again? The way So
0: Lethway. it's spelled L-E-T-H, like W-E-I. W-E-I I yeah. think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. yeah. yeah. I don't, mm-hmm.
2: I, I never watched any of those headbutts.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> legit, man. I mean, in the way he throws them, like, goats. like he hooks the head, and he'll be back here and just boom. I oh, mean, wow. yeah.
3: Okay, I like throwing a knee or something, and like yeah. winding up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: That, that is hardcore. Mm-hmm. Crazy.
0: Wow. Yeah. And he he was a pretty cool dude. I saw him. Rogan had him on oh, uh, one it, okay. time. And a uh, break,
2: fracture. Like, how do you even do that?
0: Well, I mean, use kind of the side. That's what we used to use. Yeah,
2: but what about the time where you miss or you mess
0: up? You're, you know, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Banging heads.
2: That's what I meant. You always have to account for that possibility for that to be able to happen. Like, you can't just...
0: Well, but you're also throwing them, you know, in softer areas. You know what I'm saying? You're not trying to bang somebody on the Mm -hmm. dome. As well, right. you know, you're trying to kind of get underneath and into that, you know, like yeah, eye or socket a little, uh, the orbital area, the nose maybe or you could break yeah. a nose
3: pretty easily. I would yeah, think, I would
0: yeah, I think get, get them uh-huh. all bloodied up, right. cut up above. I can't see here, right? Mm-hmm. It just sucks taking a headbutt, yeah, taking just incidental headbutts sucks, uh-huh.
3: yeah. right? For sure, wrestling,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. They're obvious though, like when you start doing MMA and people get so good at grabbing your hands yeah. on the bottom and your head's just right there yeah oh it yeah it's like a little grindy uh, yeah it seems yeah. like an obvious <laughs> thing to do like in a street fight
2: i mean i'd probably if that is all i could do i yeah, would yeah well you mm-hmm. should all right. isn't that <laughs> like, what that's from right there is that a headbutt <laughs> you'll never know <laughs> um, like teeth i would totally bite
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. I know, I have,
2: because I don't know what that person... Right, so... One, I don't know what their health is, mm -hmm. and two, what if I just bite them, and then they just get more angry? Well, I think that's where you, like, bite
0: fingers and shit that come in front, but there you Mm -hmm. go, that's something you got to think about, is, like... And it's the same I thing with so punching someone action. in the <laughs> mouth you know right you right get your that. Cut up. Up. Like, have have fingers plan. all cut up
1: <laughs> come get your shots right after <laughs>
0: like fuck so what do you think about this concept we were talking about it about love right okay, yeah. and so this is what I was thinking about recently because I've heard um, like Joe Rogan say it I've heard a lot of people say it like the world would just be a better place if we had more love for one another if we had you know more love my feelings are is that love creates war right in I'm not talking the political wars right I'm not talking these big government you know because there's a lot of reasons why we've gone to war I'm not sure if there's been really a a good war besides maybe World War Two to my understanding but regardless um, I think that you can't love everybody equal you can't have the same love for like would we have the same love for um, hardcore Islam right because hardcore Islam probably would not want us to smoke weed probably would not want us to drink I'm not a drinker but you guys might drink um, probably wouldn't want us to have, you know, like um, extramarital sex. Extramarital sex, have or have your
3: wife be able to drive a car, or go out
0: on her own. Right, and you would be heavily restricted, probably. Mm-hmm. So couldn't do wear that we? Tank top. Right,
2: couldn't have these tattoos. Couldn't have
0: those tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. I, those rings. We would. I think we would have to allow you to speak. Uh, right, well, we would have to give you permission. That's what, Thank seven goodness, seven goodness <laughs> that's
2: not the case. I would not be here.
0: So so then how do we say if we just had more love for you know one another the world would be a better place so you're
3: saying things like if if well, I, I don't love, love pedophiles
0: either <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't or no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No. no right right but there's a lot of people that you would have to spread that love out more for and would you have consequences what if we talk about pedophiles but if you're supposed to have more love for people do you not punish them? Do you punish them? Do you, you know, is it a softer punishment? You see what I'm saying? Like, I I think that's such a, my opinion, a lazy statement. And I really like Joe Rogan. I'm not trying to diss him. I'm saying... So
3: so I'm just trying to understand why it would be true. like why, so like, so why love could create war or what you Uh mean by that? Like, because you love this person or this Mm -hmm. group or your town or something, then you, that would, then if that town or some, if your family gets Mm -hmm. threatened. Yep. You would therefore like kill and do horrible things in defense of them or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, so therefore love causes that. Is that kind of the idea?
0: Well, well, my point is, is that it's, I think it's a a lazy way to make you sound like you're a good person. Right. And I'm not saying that they're not good people. (laughs) What I'm saying is though, it's like this virtuous thing. Well, what does that mean when you say more love for Mm -hmm. people? Because I've met, I've had friends who love the Quran. Mm-hmm. Well, some interpretations of the Quran are to kill infidels. So if those mm-hmm. people love that, do we get to define what their love is? Are so we saying, well, that's, that's not the same that's, as, as, as I'd our say love? i
3: that's, that's the problem. Right. Immediately is the, how you define love because yeah. I think I would defend that statement. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I would defend the idea that love... You could say whatever word you want, mm-hmm. whatever sentence. Right. More love would solve our problems uh-huh. or solve... It would help. Right. I I, I think I could defend that idea because okay. I would define love differently.
0: Okay, but right. here's the thing. Define your, love, define your love just for a moment, if you could, just in a few... Oh, man,
3: that's... Yeah, geez. Even
0: if you make Oof. something up
3: right. of your I'll love. I'll try making it up. Uh, like, what does love mean? I, I, I do see it as a higher concept. It's mm-hmm. not... It's not a clinging desire for mm-hmm. something. It's not that. Um, like, for instance, your love for like your son or something like that or your family mm-hmm. would at times make you be hard on them and hurt them. Okay. So, so your
0: love would be that you would want the best for a person. Yep. You know what I mean? But and then the person who you want the best for, are they mm-hmm. receiving that as love? Or are they receiving that as sure. anger? Are they mm-hmm. receiving that depends as how it's, done. it's also
1: their definition right. of love.
0: Correct? Like, then, then it's their it's definition good. because what if this is an argument that's going on? Mm-hmm. What if I love all people and I'm not saying I do, but what if I love babies? Okay. And what if <laughs> Anna loves the right to choose? Right. Both of those are very Oh, I see your point. Hmm. Important yeah, yeah, yeah. loves, you love the right I, to I choose. How would you call that love?
3: And a belief system, a belief system isn't love. An ideology isn't but, love.
0: But a, see, a I map. A but map you of don't the think world. like freedom would be like considered. I love people to be able to express themselves. I love that we can all have our opinions. I, Is yeah. that not? Mm-hmm. You see I, what I, I'm you're saying? You're making a good point, but I just don't think I'd use the word love. Like, but I that's do, what I'm saying. Why uh, it's a lazy fucking statement? Because then. You can't say that because I might love X and you love Y, and X and Y are like oil and water, and they don't mix. I think I can fix
1: the the problem with with the statement. Okay,
0: Joe, listen to this shit. You know, (laughs)
1: like that the world would be better if we all just loved each other. It's it's a simplified way of like. I, I understand the intention behind it, but I think what it comes down to is the world would be better if we took the time to understand each other versus loving each other because love is love can also be a lazy fucking way of not approaching reality sometimes. Like you can mm-hmm. you can you can be dismissive and be apathetic about a situation because you love a person and not do what's best for them in, in making the right decision or saying what you need to say. Um, sometimes love can be self detrimental because you love somebody so much that you give so much of yourself that you end up losing yourself in that person or whatever. But, See,
3: so so again, it's like definitions though, because yeah. the, one, the one love you were saying that it could hurt is because you love this person that you could just call that like emotional attachment or something. Yeah. Like I don't know if that's love. And then um, you know that second argument. But
2: isn't that what love is? Like
3: That's what I You have
2: an emotional attachment towards I don't think so. Uh cookie. Like that's I like, love
3: That's like you know that's like yeah, having but an opinion. It, I don't think I wouldn't call that love. I think love is Is uh, it
1: strictly reserved for people like person to person then? It might be.
3: It might be. What
0: about person to pet?
3: That's good. I would, yeah. but it's a relationship. Uh-huh. I think love is like more of a relationship, and I don't know, I would just like... It's it, also it, a
1: chemical reaction, too. Well, well,
3: well, that would be a chemical. And, and you could say that, so like, you could say like a mother loves a child because the shape of that kid's face and the mother's genetics sees the shape of a baby and then triggers dopamine to go into their brain. You could say that. That's the scientific reductionist way to see love, you know what I mean? But... I, I don't. I don't
1: see all, it that. All way. I'm saying is that there's so many variations of that definition, and it is. Yeah, yeah. So it, we're getting lost in semantics. Day, it yeah. does become subjective. Well, yeah. but
0: I think that those semantics are important because this is going back to our kind of beginning of this. I would have people close to me say, "Well, we love all people, and that's why we're for mandating a vaccine." You see what I'm saying? Because then it gets to this lazy Mm -hmm. fight of, because we love you, Mm -hmm. we know what's right for you. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm saying when somebody like Joe Rogan, who again, I highly respect in what he's done, um, a lot of things that he stands for. But when he says that, I'm like, and and he says those things a lot, and a lot of people say those things, I hear it a ton on the left. The world would be a better place with more love. And I, I want them to think about what that means. That's my, my point, yeah. is what does that mean? Because what yeah. you love, I love choking people out. I, I have a love for choking people out. They would think that that's fucking barbaric. But the thing that I love about choking people out is that if I choke you out enough, nobody's going to be able to choke you out, right? And I, mean, I think
3: that's true love. Like that's more real to me because you actually care about that person. You're willing to put them through harm to make them a better person. See, <laughs> so I hope you, you remember this. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: so I would think but that I that's, have a oh, Go, then. yeah, yeah, go.
2: Can you love everything? No. Okay. Well, then, well,
3: I don't know. Maybe on like a lot of mushrooms or something. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. But
2: like, I don't think you can. I don't think even it doesn't matter what you define love or you define love it's you can't love the same things and you're creating you're excluding others by doing just Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. naturally Mm -hmm. loving something someone whatever that's right so that's already like on a very on a smaller scale the war that it creates Mm -hmm. it creates that division Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then when there's that division there's opportunity for contrast
3: and then it's just how it works though right like you're gonna love your family and you can't care about some
0: family in Myanmar. Mm -hmm. you just can't over yours right yeah yeah maybe when you've taken care of yours enough you could open up and say okay now i can i have enough Uh care for this Right. Right. And I think that that's what the conservative model is. You care enough about yourself Mm -hmm. to make yourself better, but more importantly, capable of helping somebody else. And together, you do that Mm -hmm. and you make yourselves capable to help than somebody else and And it comes from this individual outward versus this Mm -hmm. since i can't do anything to help you i'm going to tell you what will help you this is what will help you (laughs) right
1: so it's like a difference between because you can't love everyone you can't love everything but you can create the capacity for love for for strangers i I guess for lack of a better term because i can't Truthfully, love a family in Myanmar that yeah. I've never met. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what. The but when you meet are.
3: that family, you could.
1: I could have. I could yeah. have love for them. Right. Yeah, but yeah. the act like of that. loving them mm-hmm. is, I think, two different things. And well, I think it'll that's time.
0: What, right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, but you yeah.
3: said the opportunity. It's like giving yourself. I could the op- have the capacity, the capacity within myself to yes, offer yes. love yeah, to yeah, them yeah. and mm-hmm. to to understand yeah, and totally respect them and get to know them. And I think that a statement like "more love in the world" is saying the more capacity to love
0: you know what i mean it's you know because don't you think that, that the more capacity to love this is mm-hmm. just again my feelings on it this is the yin yang means the more capacity to wage war because if i love you more if i've got more love man what about the thing that okay. interrupts that love okay
3: so i'm that, seeing that this fucks with yeah it? i'm seeing this as you're kind of interpreting it as as this whole thing love is to like help other people like like so i mean we've we've been talking about this the Mm -hmm. whole time even today Mm self-responsibility and that the problem is is that like that creates all these problems Mm -hmm. right is this like fake altruism Mm -hmm. right so so i brought this let me like read a couple just like a couple things in here so the idea is virtuous selfishness that that's really the only choice is to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. right and all problems in this view ayn rand's view is because people think you need to be altruistic and sacrifice yourself for others mm-hmm. if you say i love all people or whatever that's bullshit right that's kind of it's inside of this so uh so in popular usage the word selfishness is a synonym of evil for a lot of people right yep. they say oh you're selfish that's a bad thing right right um the image conjures uh, a murderous brute who tramples over piles of corpses to achieve his own ends and pursues nothing but the gratification of mindless whims at any moment right so people think if you're selfish that you would like immediately just do whatever you want and eat a bunch walk of cake over anyone. walk over everybody mm-hmm. steal my catalytic converter my catalytic converter got stolen last night <laughs> really <laughs> yeah wow. oh, my fucking car actually i
2: have been reading posts about it in that area is that right yeah because okay. like, uh-huh. you live near where i live
3: yep yeah okay Motherfuckers.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. So, <laughs> so, so that's a person, you know, taking, you know, what I mean, from other people, mm-hmm. to, you know, what I mean, rather yeah. than. So she she makes the difference between those second handers, the people that live off of other people, mm-hmm. and the other person is a, a creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even she says an egoist, which I don't like that, but um, a creator, I dig. Like mm-hmm. you don't need anybody else. You make your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, self responsibility. You do it yourself. You figure it out. You do whatever you can. Right. Um, so she says selfishness is really, and it's even defined this way in the dictionary, as concerned with one uh, one's own interests, not with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it's commonly believed that morality demands that we choose between sacrificing other people and ourselves. And I think that's like a misconception on the left, you could say, for like socialism and stuff. They say that anybody who has took it from someone else. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, that's a weird lens to put on things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so... So, yeah, it's a really yeah, mean, yeah yeah that's a, yeah it's a, victims, exactly. it's a victims though it's a victims mindset right, that's right um, and victims again I mean, depend where did on someone else. That other person
2: take it from like mm. the person who
3: right and something's always oh, right, been they right right they had, that's right, right? Yeah. So, that's what you're saying yeah yeah and then yeah that would, everybody's always just taken from everybody and we're all like evil you know <laughs> uh, <takers>. <laughs> selfish <laughs> bastards but so selfishness however does not mean doing whatever you please moral principles are not a matter of personal opinion. Uh, so I, so she's saying that there's like a you can reason your way to what is moral right? Um, so they're based in facts of reality uh, in man's nature as a rational being who much think and act successfully in order to live and be happy morality's task is to, is to identify the kinds of action that in fact benefit oneself these virtues, she lists a couple, productivity independence, integrity, honesty, justice pride, are all applications of the basic virtue of rationality um So uh, the evil of a robber does not lie in the fact that he pursues his own interests, right? Um, But in what he regards as his own interest, right? So a robber is not moral because he's doing, because he's being selfish. It's that it's that uh, what he sees as good for himself. Mm -hmm. So the whole problem is what we see, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So when you see that when you take care of yourself, you take care of everyone else that's being aligned with in her opinion like an objective moral compass or mm-hmm. something like that um so um the evil of a robber does not lie in the fact that he pursues his own interests but what he regards to as his own interest not the fact that he pursues his values but in what he chose to value um so yeah i mean th- those those are the those are the, the best points probably um, and then she does like and then she'll like talk shit about things like altruism so mm-hmm. about and that's I would think maybe what, one aspect of what you're calling love is this you know uh, thin idea of altruism and, for, and for personal virtue to help others that kind of thing because mm-hmm. she came from a socialist country mm-hmm. and, and so that brought her to these ideas right yeah. Right. Um, she was in Russia you know during you know communism um, so there's a basic reversal uh, the issue has been perverted, right? Like, like love has been perverted and selfishness. Um, as poles of good and evil. Uh, okay, man has been left no alternative and no freedom. As poles of good and evil, he was offered two conceptions, egoism and altruism. Egoism is held to mean he must sacrifice um, himself to others. Altruism, right? Or right, Egoism was held to mean the sacrifice of others to the self. So, the idea we have is that if you're selfish, again, that means you take from others and you make them sacrifice for you. Mm-hmm. And then altruism is that you're sacrificing yourself. You're, you're losing something to help this other person. Mm-hmm. And so that's the basic idea is all those things are like misconceptions. Right? right? It's like again, that she's making the self-responsibility argument, Mm -hmm. the virtuous selfishness that if you could reason and find what really is best for you, it would be best for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the
0: idea. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So what do you guys think of that? Well, I think that's, I think that's important um, in the regards that it would still fall into a um, cultural type of thing, right? I mean, it's going to have trends. What's, important for us might not be important for another group of people on another continent you know their importance might be a little bit different but i think the general core values right we pretty much agree i think in every part of the world that you can't just murder somebody you you know what i'm saying so when she's talking about having you know like morals Mm -hmm. you're going to come to moral conclusions i think Mm -hmm. everybody to some degree is going to understand Similar moral conclusions, right? Right, 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 like stealing, lying,
3: mm -hmm. yeah, it's not going to help you out in the end, right? Right, Mm -hmm. it's because it's not in your self interest, that's why it's not because you're hurting someone else, that's not the reason to not do it. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't, the the reason is because if I lie, then people don't trust me, and then I gotta, the web of lies that I gotta remember, Mm -hmm. and I gotta, oh, yeah, I told this guy I had this car, Mm -hmm. and I gotta remember that next time I see him,
2: such a hassle,
3: it is, right, yeah, so but that's why, that's why not to lie, though. Is it's it's reasonable? Mm-hmm. Is is you know? I think there's more to it. Like I wouldn't base my life on her ideas because she puts reason as king, mm-hmm. and I think it's up there.
0: Yeah, but um, I think it's got to be with emotion as well. Okay, y- you right. know, uh-huh. I think we try to sometimes give these things like a hierarchical value. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the people who only reason have very little like connection with other people because people connect on emotional basis but Mm. the people who like again this is what's going on with the left that put emotions above reason have a similar type of issue you know it's Mm. it causes problems because you can't think Mm -hmm. through problems Mm -hmm. you can't Mm -hmm. assess and peel back layers and come up with accurate solutions to you, you know those those issues that you're trying to figure out I mean we can point directly to the whole racism thing right critical race theory is a fucking ridiculous answer to a problem that has largely in this country been extinguished you know it might not be completely out but for people to think that there's this inherent racism have you guys like even like heard of that chick who wrote that book uh white fragility yeah i saw an interview with her Holy shit. Mm, she's, yeah, she's, Fuck. Awful. she's awful. I mean, but there's a lot of people who Robin D'Angelo. Yeah. That was a bestseller for a Still while. Still is. Yeah.
3: It's number one on Amazon.
0: I think I think Kendi's
3: up there yeah. too. Right.
0: If anybody's listening to this, that's the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing ever. <laughs> that's
3: right? your white fragility talking <laughs> that's, as, as a Mexican. Yes.
0: As a Mexican. That's my white fragility. Because
3: your whiteness talk. has
0: colonized
3: your mind. Yeah. And has made it so that you see that white white supremacy is not all around you and you feel bad about that, so then you you don't want to confront it. I you tell you what, work, you
0: know, that's okay. I've never really been sunburned as bad as I am. <laughs> right. And so I think the whiteness in me has overtaken <laughs> the Mexican in me.
1: Like, uh-huh. you yeah, know, it's the white histamine response. <laughs> uh, fuck.
0: Everything I'm going to have to read her book now. I've okay, got kind
1: of a weird idea. So I don't know how, how this is going to come together, but it, it came when, cause you were talking about the inherent, um, aspect of like love, inevitably kind of perpetuates war and and the, the idea came even earlier i don't remember exactly what you were saying but i was thinking about this all came to me because i was tripping watching uh, transformers when the first transformers movie came out i was in the theater on like a solid eight. the mushrooms and by the end like i had most of that movie was just advertisements. It's just product placement. There's fucking Mountain Dew and shit everywhere. But at the end, I had like the most profound realization at like the age of sixteen or seventeen, sitting in this movie theater as Optimus Prime is explaining that he 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 only exists. Like like somebody's somebody's basically dissing the bad guy, right? They just beat the evil power in the movie, and Optimus Prime is basically telling this guy like. Uh where they're like, um, well we see you again and he's like, If this guy comes back you'll see me again and he's like, I have no reason to exist unless he exists and it's it's the idea of good versus evil where I was like I I literally woke up in and, and like denounced my religion like two days after this because I started realizing that anything I attributed with evil or with the devil was only there as a contrast to what god is and you don't have god unless you believe in the devil and you believe in the evil so so without adding any value or weight to the devil or the evils of the world you have no need for a god and what i think is going on with the left with these people that are you know atheists and maybe they don't even know why they decided to go the atheist route they're still searching for some sort of religion or some sort of faith within their life Mm -hmm. and so instead of looking at or i guess um giving up that responsibility of good and evil to a god or some sort of spiritual overhead in their life they're, they're assigning it with the same amount of value to the smallest aspects of our life in every way. I'm and and so, so anything that contrasts with their idea of what good or God is in this situation, them being the church of the woke and whatever the God is that runs the church of the woke, anything that goes against that is inherently evil to them and so they're 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 the new crusaders that are they're the digital crusaders and and the way the way that's I was, a
2: funny image in my
1: head well I well saying. that's what my brain's been that's why i haven't said much this whole conversation because my brain was like deconstructing like you know we were we came up in these tribes of around 150 people or so which is why to this day like it's hard for us to remember more than 150 faces you can't really store much more than 150 names of people in your life that are close Dunbar's to you number, yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's got to do with the fact that that's what our communities usually were and so now that we're in these massive digital communities you have all these little tribes that are starting to pop up everywhere and it's i mean they that they are they're they're the new age crusaders they're this digital fucking christian i guess uh, you it's know.
3: definitely religious yeah i am yeah. absolutely convinced that it, at least one aspect yeah. of it is that they lost religion let's say maybe mm-hmm. even Hold killed on, it just to finish yeah, my go, thought yeah, real yeah, fast yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, was, was i was just thinking like it's been how long since we've had countries actually go and conquer other countries the way that we used to right. so now this has become the replacement of that but it's just i think that's cartoon.
3: like the atomic bomb stops that thing Right. It used to be that people were always like taking other countries and swallowing other areas up. But once that atomic bomb's around, everybody's like, "Whoa!"
1: Yeah. (laughs) Now you have (laughs) now you have thought conquering. Now you got Mm -hmm. this mental conquering and this kind of uh, new. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the
0: hot. I think the hot war though is not too far away. Yeah, I think it's inevitably going to have to. You know, there's going to be a test of world. Mm -hmm. You know, supremacy. I think so. Um, talk China, to a few people. Russia yeah. Too, I think maybe. That, yeah. Uh huh. And they're pretty
3: close together too over there.
0: Yeah. Russia's <laughs> in Russia <laughs> <and> Asia. <laughs> right. Well, same, I mean, same landmass, right? China has India to deal with. That's a, a problem for them. Okay. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. gives us a little bit of a buffer, mm-hmm. but I think that, yeah, we'll see yep. some of that mm-hmm. for sure. I, I like what you're saying though. I think it is a religion. Um, I think that people and this is one of the things that i was saying like i'm not a religious person but over the past you know couple years as i've made this big shift i see the importance of religion my religion is a little bit different like i do believe that there's a creator i don't know that god is the right word for it or allah or you know but if you know you could I, I don't know. It's kind of an open door in my mind that there's some options, you know, there's some things that could, uh, you know, influence mm-hmm. me one way or another as I'm moving through life. But if you don't, then that door is just shut, you know, and you're just mm-hmm. confined into that mm-hmm. mental belief. And yeah, yeah, I think all of these fucking lefties, um, you know, and it sucks because it's, it's, I think it's a rough mindset because then you got to start to, like you said, you, you, you attack this now as a religion and Mm -hmm. it's,
3: I think it's a a symptom of a disease that we all have. Yeah. Right. So, and I think they're just the extreme version of it. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I feel an intuition towards spirituality. I don't have a religion, so I don't Mm -hmm. know if I can even say that word. Um, but I also feel completely abandoned from or separated from it mm-hmm. and it's something I'm always like loosely grasping at yeah cause cause we're born inside of materialism and I love science, but you could say scientism is a thing that actually we we believe that that's the way to interpret everything and that the, say, symbolic or spiritual mind is is less than that. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's a metaphorical truth. But the actual truth is that there's this object or whatever that we can describe the matter of it. And, you know, so so, yeah, so I have a hard time, like. Uh, this is this is something I struggle with, like immensely since I was really young. Right. And then so, so I don't know what to think about what you said. Like, um, so you saw that it was it was uh, giving energy to the devil that creates God.
1: Or, you know what I mean? Like, oh, man, I don't know how far you want to go down the rabbit hole, uh, this, but I'll try to sum it up real fast because <laughs> I had one particular meditation session where I combined LSD and mushrooms. Because,
3: and, and then some of those experiences can be revelatory. There's like a big truth in there if you're yeah. like, you know, and remembering this for so long. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah. Well, well, this one particular experience where everything started to make sense to me, it sounds weird, but it was like, all right so i this one week this fucking coin shows up in my in my pocket right like i don't i don't believe in like weird like coincidence or like synchronicity so much but this whole experience was weird where this coin shows up in my pocket it's got um it's got the ohm symbol on it and it's it i can't like read the date or anything it's so dirty all i see is this picture and i see the ohm symbol i had no knowledge of it at this age and uh i think it was 17 or 18 at the time and so i i take this coin to the library i go to fucking find a book i look it up and it's from like uh a, a part of saudi arabia that's now india and um uh anyway so i i'm like trying to process what this means i end up having this trip and with my girlfriend at the time, and I was meditating going into. It, had you I'd never s- seen the Om symbol before? I, literally, okay, I had literally no okay, no idea of what it meant. Like right, I, right. I, I think I'd probably seen it, but right, I right, right. you know had no okay. no knowledge of even where it was from. And uh, so I'm I'm as I'm coming into this peak, I see Shiva standing in front of me, Shiva and Pavarti, which is Shiva's wife, and they're both doing this dance. And uh, I don't know what you guys know about the Hindu religion, but when Shiva is um he's the first deity first of all with dreadlocks so i had this weird tie with dreadlocks at this time in my life that i didn't understand and um when it's time for him to destroy the cosmos and make room for new life to come in he lets his dreadlocks down and he swings them around to fucking destroy the planets and everything but when it's time for war him and poverty combine and they become kali and Kali's the destroyer of all it's it's the, the 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 massive power that that can swallow everything up and so it went from this seductive dance between Shiva and Pavarti to them combining and me seeing Kali right in front of me and tears start pouring down my face and I'm the whole time I didn't realize my girlfriend was shaking me and she's like fucking trying to get me to wake up but what happened after I see Kali is everything returned back to ground zero like to what I describe as when we were all God. And and this is how my brain is processed. Like what, the way I perceive reality is it, it's, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but I saw the creation of life itself in, in the moment of the big bang, so to speak. And the way I see it is like, it, it's crazy. Cause it's, I would later find out this is actually how Hindus describe the timeline yep. of, of our creation. We were all one. But it starts at the peak we were we were all energy that spread out was all combined into essentially the way they say the big bang came from the pin of a head that was all us at one point and we're just floating in this nothingness it's just it's just just blank like if you could have you can't even imagine what nothing is is because it's it's too much for our brain to conceive but I'm seeing it for the way my brain could perceive it. And it was like I was feeling it as if I was going through it, through this experience. And I saw it, it was like our collective consciousness. And we're all basically going, this is boring as fuck. Like, like, mm. what, we, why there's are nothing. we... Yeah, there's mm. nothing. There's no relationship. So what's the best way yeah. for us to not just experience life but to experience every facet of life possible and that the best way for that is to forget who we are to forget what we are to forget where we came from and to fractionalize out into all these little fucking billions and billions of pieces and let it randomize and then we're all viewing ourselves through different lenses so it's just it just be yeah Yeah. it just Mm -hmm. becomes this fucking web of Mm -hmm. parts of the same consciousness viewing itself through different lenses but we've purposely written in this this defense of not being able to remember what it is that we came from and we're all grasping at it we're all trying to fucking everybody's whole thing is like and we're left
3: with an intuition i think i think and that's like that metaphysical intuition we're left with this thing that logic can't like wrap around yeah and and we just like why do we all feel that like that's the case you know what i mean but go on like well so
1: so in that experience it made me realize there is no inherent good or evil that was that was me basically connecting the dots from that first experience to mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. understanding like we give a perceived value to everything and that's all mm-hmm. based on our own circumstance of what mm-hmm. we come into but is how it we're is, at, it, is it that
3: is it that it starts as oneness and then at some point it bifurcates and then at that point it's dualistic
1: i think and it then it's just chaos and then it's the chaos
3: and then but what's chaos like if you imagine like things moving around nothing can move around without the opposition you know i mean and so that's the dance yeah that's the shiva dance and all the nataraja thing is is the opposites so so good and evil it is the like dualistic nature it's the down you know maybe before that like whatever's before that we can't conceive of what that is maybe it was nothingness like that's like what, what listening to you say that was making me think like you had a destruction and reconstruction experience Mm. of your own self that maybe reflects like the whole like that pattern happens to the universe yeah but it also happens to us individually and even through like a mushroom trip like i've had i've had ones like that too not 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 with the same like um storyline or whatever but i've i've felt that too the that's what's weird about mushrooms is is like maybe there is some like objective thing in there and i felt that too that we forget it's even weirder when like, you we into the like,
1: dmt realms
3: yeah, yeah 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 i've been there too yeah and and this feeling that that what we're separated with memory and maybe there's some way to like access that memory yeah little um, keys right mm-hmm, that unlock these mm-hmm, doors yeah and and maybe religion was a Key like the, So the, the story of the, you know, the cycles, whatever they call that, those Kali cycles, I always forget how to pronounce that word. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so the idea yeah, is you, it know. starts at the peak and, and, and we're all like gods, like you said, and, and we don't need anything to be sacred and to like, you know, be love or something. You know, you might say that at that level. And then that cycle turns and it, it's downward like the idea of that cycle is it starts at the peak and then just goes down then then we need like a crutch so that's there's like a a native american symbol for this is that like white buffalo and at each age they have an age cycle too you know Mm. um however that's connected to the mayan calendar or whatever like you know the north americas have some of those ideas too um and they may even be from tibet there's some weird connections with like native americans and like tibet um but at first the 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 um the uh, buffalo's on four legs and it's whole, right? And then the next cycle, it loses a leg, right? And so it can still stand up, but it's like wobbly. It's lost something. Mm-hmm. It's lost part of its connection. And then another, it cuts another leg off. Now it needs a crutch. And that crutch is like the Bible or That's like scriptures saying. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then another one gets cut off. And and a lot of people think, like, I've been reading these guys that call themselves the, well, one guy in particular, the, the traditionalist, this guy, Rene Guénon, uh, he's like a French dude. And he's into the cycles, right? And most people see this age as like the bottom of the cycle, you know, Um, that everything and like the postmodern stuff and all the woke stuff does have a similar like it's it perverts everything. It eats itself. It's like this constant cannibalism. We're completely lost. you know, as far as like b- not being able to the Bible is fucking gibberish, gibberish to us, to most of us, let's say, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and we can't even like get back to that. You know, we like we hear people talk and we're like, yeah, that sounds great. But then when we sit there and try to get there, it's just like we don't have the code anymore. You know, um, so there is some whatever this means, if it's symbolic or literal, there is some end of times kind of stuff happening right now. Yeah, you know, the what, Bible
0: says like yeah. from what I was told by people mm. who are, you know, very Christian and mm. um, believe in the literal, you yeah, know, right. kind of uh, representation of the Bible, mm. say that we're in that.
3: Right, but whatever that phase, means, because we've yeah. always thought that. My rational yeah. mind says everybody's like always thought that. Two hundred year thing, five hundred year thing, or is it a <laughs>
1: yeah. ten year? Right. Yeah, I, I can't remember exactly, but I know with the Hindu calendar, with the cycles, yeah. we're yeah. technically coming out of this age of Kali, the age of destruction into a new golden age. So well, we're it depends
3: to on how you set that calendar. Well, you know? well, right. the, mm-hmm. the
1: way they explained it, and I, I I took like two years of like Buddhism and Hindu and his Hindu classes at uh, Red Rocks, so that's, that's the only reason I have this like right. shit in my head. Okay. But uh, yeah, the way it was explained to me is it's like every 144,000 years I think is a full cycle. Right, and, and it aligns
3: with the, the procession of the equinox. Yeah.
1: And so it does align with the Western system. Like we're going
0: into the age of aquarius you know what i mean yeah
3: and so that does have like a indian uh, corollary whatever yeah. that is isn't that uh,
0: funny though that a lot of people would think mm-hmm. that um kind of what you know you just said we're leaving the age of destruction into an age of you know renewal or whatever that might be is that this change that we're going through is that they're cleansing the old White oh, power, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're you know, yeah. b- bring nice. in right. you know, right. a yeah. sense of
3: well, and that's what happens with the new, like this yeah. progressivism as an idea is that, yeah, it's that like the new destroys the old, mm-hmm. you know, and there's an old myth about that. Like, I know Carl Jung talked about this, like, it's about rescuing the father, mm-hmm. right? There's like the Osiris thing that Horus has to go down into the underworld and like save the father, so it's like. Uh, the father is kind of like a representation of our ancestors and like old knowledge and tradition and stuff Mm -hmm. and so that needs to be renewed all the time because if that stuff doesn't get renewed, it becomes tyrannical and, you know, it controls everything and so you need that renewal and that's the new but somehow there's like this quickening been happening over the past 2,000 Mm -hmm. years or whatever a lot of people call it different things, you know, it's like this one guy described it as every time science doubles its amount of knowledge i don't know how he measures that he, you know and it's, it was been doubling the whole time and then he thought this in the 70s that it was Very gonna singularity yeah 2045, right 45 yeah yeah well it's, it depends on who so that's like kurtzweil, kurtzweil. Yeah. yeah but then there's also um uh what's his name art bell he had an idea called the his, he called it the quickening i like his name for it there's a lot of people terence mckenna mm. he had uh time wave zero and he said that he could look at the amount of complexity that in events through time by looking at the eaching and some wild shit and he saw it also like peaking at some point around now right and so you also have that kind of thing
0: and where, so then what do they think is after that so when you say i don't know that's
1: the question it's which the while yeah he believes that technology is going to start growing at such a rapid rate that like like take for instance right now like it, it, i can drive across town and i'm gonna see like i i just went to thornton uh on sunday and yeah. i it had maybe been six months since i was in that area uh-huh. look completely different like yeah. right. just shit popping up everywhere yeah. so with kurtzweil's theory that technology is coming out at such a rapid rate and we're also expanding and reconstructing areas at such a rapid rate we're going to hit a point where we can't even perceive how fast things are changing. Mm-hmm. Like literally you might walk out one day and Broadway will look one way and then come out the next day. And it looks like a completely new place just mm-hmm. because yeah. they're able to, to change the faces of the wall. Well,
3: so what that reminds of me of is like the symbolic interpretation of time is that time in, in the old way that of the, how they looked at things It wasn't like duration. It, w- it literally means change. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, Uh, like time is the agent of change and space is the agent of foundational steadiness or whatever, Mm. right? So like a mountain, you know, that's, that's the symbol of like tradition. Okay. Yeah. And so it reminds me of that, like to, to be in a state of, of such rapid change that everything. And again, there's the revolution right there. Change, 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 change. Mm -hmm. And I think that it is, I mean, my, uh, my dream mind puts it like an end of days type scenario. That's the one I, when I, when I hear stuff like that, it's like, man, what would that even look like? Like, How could we survive that? Yeah. Right. Sensory overload. Yeah. I mean, so he's like an optimist. I I don't know if, if I am in that regard, like I I might be, but I don't know if it goes that way to like technological. What if, you know, it's where
0: we start to get those like divisions though. Right. You're going to have the tribal, kind of class or the you know reservation oh, right. class it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh-huh. cast out
3: right and they they live without technology yeah. and stuff uh-huh. right maybe you yeah. know and maybe that's what the cycles are like how much obviously the maybe that that story of those cycles has like so many levels to it like it has to do with the self it might also have to do with civilization like what if it's like it's like the story of western civilization over america that's actually like collapsing and deconstructing and then mm-hmm. something new gets reborn
0: out of that you know, I don't know we're in for some yeah. interesting times
3: yes yeah, yeah that's
0: that's for sure yeah the only thing that i think that sucks about it is being like 50 going into them because you know the effects of this is going to be years out you know what i'm saying like the, what's going on now it's going to have a an effect yeah, it, yeah. as yeah. you know it kind of goes and being like 60 whew, then that gets a little harder to deal with shit like that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I look at those and I'm like fuck I wish well, it would you just, like yeah, right. you know like uh-huh. steamroll but I guess uh-huh. maybe it has been steamrolling since I was a kid Right. you know I mean sure, yeah. I think I think our generation has done a lot of good things but fucked up a lot of things and so, you know, we've made it mm-hmm. this, like, fast forward, at least into the things that I despise in, mm. you know, like, nerfing the world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think
2: most generations feel like that? No, like- I don't
0: think so. I I don't see how the World War II generation could feel like that. I mean... I don't know that they fucked it up like they fucked things up i think
3: they did I don't
0: because you, there's they, so
3: many modern things in the world there was like the industrial yeah. oh now i'm in a corporation and i have yeah. no meaning and i'm in a desk job and yeah, yeah i mean that happened then too right and they brought that world around right. or it just happened or whatever well they yeah.
0: were kind of like the the bridge right from the industrial right. to the technology to so the sitting in a desk yeah. on a screen
3: right um. and all the like, all the bad things that have so maybe they they
0: catalyst Hmm. Did by you know making at least for a period of time the world a safer place, right? Mm-hmm. That Maybe. I think yeah, um, but I don't know that they could like you know this is something that it's not an in, you know like I'm not trying to make it a negative so to speak, but I look at my like age group. On a large part, I'm not saying as a whole, because there's some extremely capable people, but I look at them as being soft as fuck. I don't know that World War II era, that people would think that of one another. I think they would be thinking more like, you fucking guys got through this. We we did all right getting through it. Well, then
2: what about every other generation? Well, because I think I we've
0: gotten... Think- softer and softer. And that's what I'm saying. I think my generation is the catalyst of this fucking yeah, but what like, was the to your
2: generation?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's been going on for way longer. Well, I think it's, it's been like, getting it's, softer, but I think like what you're saying, this spin right started to really like they they yeah. fucking mm-hmm. hit full throttle.
3: I, and and there's the, the difference again yeah. is I think it's like a natural mm-hmm. emerging thing. It's just yeah. like it's like we have no control over it, you know? Well,
0: yeah, I mean, I would like to think that we do. I would like to think that you know um,
3: but again don't we just have control of ourselves
0: you know right but like, but that's like, the thing how do you, by, how do you, how do you change community? the movement of like billions of people and well like, I think you know but if you look at what China's doing and I'm maybe focusing this on one area and I'm just talking about the pussification okay of
3: okay well, men right let's say we'll even <laughs> yeah, make that's it even smaller to talk the, about, push,
0: the pussification of men mm-hmm. well China and Russia are doing the opposite right they're trying to make their men more fucking manly and tougher and we're fucking pussifying ours and that's what i'm saying the people that i grew up with they're not like bad people i'm not saying they're bad people but as a whole not not as a whole but as a majority they're pussies and i think that that really like again that was hitting full throttle Mm, from my generation and now they're turning
3: into girls it's like reached and that's what I mean again that things things are reaching this point that it's like everything is being flipped upside down Right, everything our conceptions of everything is just being overturned it's it's crazy it's crazy shit Mm
0: -hmm.
2: it's like women are taking over
0: the future's feminine I mean, the, <laughs> if we're turning all the men into women. <laughs> uh, I mean, there is a big push for you that. You know,
3: and I've thought this too, just for fun. Like, <laughs> along with that, along with that cycle stuff, like cosmic cycle ideas, is is that what if this is a part of it? Like, what if this is just another fun little thought that, um, uh, like, if you look at the remote past, like some of the earliest sculptures and things, like, so there's this. I think the idea is called astro theology. So, that every age, it's like another ages idea mm-hmm. where every age corresponds to like the symbol of that, you know, astrological archetype. So, back in the day, there was like uh, the bull, right? Taurus was like, I think that was like pre Christian. And so, all this sculpture everywhere, everybody worships a bull, you know, and then it becomes Pisces, which is like the Christian area, which is like the spiritual kind of like. Uh, you know archetype and uh, the fish and things mm-hmm. like that and 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 now it's coming into Aquarius and that that's like a feminine archetype oh shit right and so and so what happened was back in the day everything was like a, a worship of like the great mother the the big right. kind of fat lady that's like you know, giving birth all lot the mm-hmm. time and that, that's what you would see everywhere in uh-huh. the oldest civilizations. Yeah. It's like women, you know. And then we went through the patriarchy, yeah. and everything becomes gods rather than. And then Pavarti becomes a little tiny thing, and yeah. Shiva's like a big statue or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, now the women are fucking
0: coming back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: it's
3: like uh-huh. Revenge of the Nerds, though, but for women.
0: <laughs> Damn. What does that say? <laughs> well,. See, here's the thing. I know some tough fucking women that it's like if they were in charge, I'd be like right on. That's mm-hmm. that's cool. But whew, I see so many of these woke fucking chicks that I don't even understand like how many
2: Well, we need so many so that we can And
3: you know what
0: I think?
2: Is- the men with it over yeah. and over. <laughs> what's actually and over
3: happening though? This, this what I think is actually happening though is that the women are becoming more like men. So feminism has become male attributes. Okay. And I want to be a, yet
2: another revolution.
3: Right. I want to. Yes. <laughs> I want to be a CEO. That's what's important. Yeah. I don't want to stay at home. The guys just stay at home. Right. They, they want. A, a, you know. They want the. But I think it's been proven that that's heart.
0: not the case. I think that that's the you know like the narrative. What, what's the, narrative what's the narrative that a woman really doesn't want to be a CEO that,
3: that's true but, but the na- yes the, the narrative is be more like men yeah. but I agree that that's not like that actually the case right.
0: and then women set. are all up on like uh-huh. yes <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I wonder should. if
1: it's just some cuck dudes that are like perpetuating perpetuating that whole narrative right. in the first the, place because right. they're like I just want sh- to <laughs> stay at home what she going to say at home I think it might be a good example of when
3: like an ideology actually like colonizes a mind to use like their language. Like the patriarchy has colonized their mind. And so they believe all the aspects of maleness are the virtuous ones. Yeah. We've talked about
0: that that, with like jujitsu, like where sometimes the misconception is like, I want to be as strong as a guy. And it's like, and you miss the yeah and I think
3: what, what's hard about it is it's I think like again symbolically the feminine is a mystery it's the dark side yeah right the feminine not em, women
0: but the feminine right embrace right. it right. yeah That's- and
3: and and it's a mystery though. So right. when we try to like, when we try to like say, this is a female uh-huh. virtue, they're harder to get at Yeah. because they're, they're, they're like, they're not, they're again, the reasonable mind right. and all that. That's the male side of stuff. Yeah. And then the dream side is the female, the, the feminine side. That's why
0: I always tell women their or one of their strongest attributes is manipulation. Right. Right. But we look at it in a bad way, <laughs> in a negative way. But man, you manipulate the situation. Yeah, you get and things
3: to work out. Yeah, and, and you get without them. violence, you could say, or without. With
0: or, or without, I mean, uh, you know, right. maybe. But I'm saying, like, maybe it's like a,
3: it's instead of violence, women developed, you know, manipulation, sure. right? Like that kind mm-hmm. of. Uh huh.
2: I mean, that can also be considered violence. It,
0: it could. Well, and then you could position yourself for greater violence, you know, yeah. in a I mean, way where now you're going to strike. Way. I just mean like it's the
2: eating uh-huh. itself cycle.
0: That's and, and isn't it weird though that like in nature, in a lot of regards, women are, or females are the ferocious ones right that's right yeah, yeah. and
3: males are just off of themselves fucking around <laughs> berries and shit right <laughs> getting high with all the other fucking lions right You're like Fi. okay I'll get rid of this hyena <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is interesting yeah yeah. let uh-huh. the fucking
0: female fucking lions yeah. go and they have to take hunt. care of the kids too yeah. like there's very few
1: that the guy sticks interesting around interesting patterns right. I just uh, learned yesterday that ducks it, 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 I don't oh, know why no. it, I, it, <laughs> you know about this so it, it the was on the, like, the curly cue. do you know about that it yeah, was yeah. 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 <laughs> Nature's metal on their Instagram, but they had a, a very graphic video, a video of a female like duck. A, yeah, yeah, the corkscrew. Well, no, no. In the mm-hmm. video, is just showing how bad it is when the when the female duck is getting raped by all the other yeah. ducks. Like there were like 12 ducks just wow, fucking. Like okay. two of them were putting uh-huh. pressure on. Have their you head. seen the? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah but, right. so apparently, apparently over time, the female ducks evolved these intricate pathways. That's right. right? Yeah. So that they can select similar. who's actually yeah. allowed uh-huh. in to reproduce. But I,
3: right, I think hyenas, female hyenas even have a fake penis.
2: Yeah, well, right. that's uh, basically... A
3: faux penis or whatever. They actually
2: give birth. So anyway, that's <laughs> that's another way probably to yeah. try to prevent... And I think
1: something similar happened yeah. to cuttlefish, too, where they were... Yeah. Getting raped so much, or the right. male cut of cuttlefish were—oh yeah, were, uh, oh yeah—the yeah, male cuttlefish would like deceivingly get in with a group yeah. of women, yeah. kind of like a male feminist does, <laughs> right? Right? Right?
3: To, yeah. to and he, would, he sucks in his arms yeah. to make him smaller to yeah. make him look like a female. But over time, yeah. like uh,
1: yeah. certain species of cuttlefish have evolved to where they don't—they became asexual, so they just stopped. They're like, Meeting. all right, well, and now know? they clone themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay, yeah. that's crazy. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know the the uh,
0: they just let's say, see like the males, it. the fucking right. greedy males fucked it up for the yeah. non-greedy males. <laughs> right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, Brett man. Weinstein talks about that, like the. I mean, it's like a dark subject, but how much rape, like, like uh, guides? You know, that it's like a valid in biological uh-huh. life. It's a valid uh, path towards like having your offspring or whatever right it's like this well it's, it's Genghis field.
0: Khan right didn't mm, he rape yeah. the shit
3: out of like 10% of the, the planet <laughs> yeah, is like right. his DNA or some shit right? <laughs> I mean
0: there's probably only a few women that willingly had sex with him
3: right yeah yeah the ones and I'm sure at that point to hate Charles Manson, yeah.
0: he probably like mm, right. just enjoyed raping I mean I'm sure yeah. it was like yeah, you know what we do we <laughs> conquer and we rape right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. you know
2: it's interesting because you said male feminine how male feminists int- like introduce themselves into that group i wonder if on the flip side then they are going to they're learning the different ways of manipulation at a different level that is a more feminine uh like, flip
0: right. to
2: where it becomes again
0: Males, they're yeah. like they're like moles. We're sending them in it's so, almost so like that we get the female info on the female, right? Right? I,
2: yeah. mean. right. I mean, some of them might know, some of them might it's not like, know. Look, yeah. we got to
0: infiltrate these chicks. They're way too smart <laughs> for us. So let's put, let's find the femi guys. Well, what if it's just a <laughs> conscious <all right, laughs> <gorgeous laughs> thing that we do,
2: though. Yeah, I
0: don't know. it's funny. Yeah. Or
2: it's maybe it's just a Isn't?
0: Don't you think though, in that regard, the male feminist is like the lowest of the low, like male feminists to me population control if i would love to fight a couple male feminists <laughs> <laughs> just to take out great, my aggression you, on male yeah, yeah. feminists it's <laughs> like you just you <laughs> yeah. know like you don't want to hurt them you'd
3: have to fight a couple tough ones so yeah
0: it's like does that exist <laughs> I don't know, yeah, in, so in the world exotic, is there anything? tough uh, the, male feminists does
3: not coincide together yeah <laughs> I suppose you wouldn't the the idea is the only reason you become one is because you're like otherwise you're an incel yeah Right. so that's why you do that because you, you know that's your only option
0: I, man right? when I hear guys proudly you know announce that they're male feminists oh my god man it's yeah. like just
3: well, that, isn't that a part of just everything that's going on right now? Everybody's announcing. Whenever anybody announces any of those yeah, things, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. That's another one now.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That just bothers I'm me. i yeah. virtuous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. We got our work cut out for us. Mm-hmm. So, on that yeah. note. Cool. Yeah. Fucking do jujitsu. jitsu It helps alleviate a lot of these issues, right? You really... If if you do jujitsu, jitsu I mean... And you don't even have to be that good, but you still won't be a puss. I mean, like, you still wouldn't be on male feminist level. <laughs> you would move up some levels. Okay. And if yeah. you were pretty good, man, you're advancing yourself way up there because, <laughs> like I was saying, the guys that I grew up with are soft as fuck. And I'm sorry if that hurts anybody's feelings. I mean, come train. We'll make you harder right at any age you can be tougher you can i think people should they should strive to be a little bit harder a little bit you know tougher um have more control yes self-reliant yeah. have control on their emotions you know it doesn't mean you suppress them but you don't get run over by them you coexist with them in a productive manner and you know i think when you're tougher you are willing to have a discussion and dialogue with people who challenge your beliefs, right? Um, sure. I think it's so important. I, you know, I've been talking, you know, I talk to people a lot about stuff like this, but I truly think one of the answers to a lot of the problems that are going on is to fucking, you know, train, do martial arts, do mixed martial arts, do jujitsu, kickboxing, something that challenges you, that puts you under pressure, that gets you active, that gets you primal that you feel some pain you're able to you know um put some pain on people you're able to actually fight i mean i don't feel like when i leave here i gotta fight anybody else i mean literally i love fighting people that i know i love it because we can get out there we can throw down i can choke you the fuck out you can choke me out And we can get that out of us, man. And when you can get that out of you, I think you can see clearly, at least, you know, clearer than what you were seeing before you came in. And in this day and age when we've got all of this angst building up and, um, you know, I mean, kids are out doing destruction, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's cool. It is fun to do shit like that. So do it in a constructive manner, right? And that takes us back to this thing we talked about a few episodes ago, constructive violence, right? I mean, I could go break something or I could put on gloves and punch you guys in the face, right? And feel good about it. You could punch (laughs) me in the face. And it's like... That's not that easy. Yeah, that feels good. (laughs) But it feels good though, right? When you hit me in the face. It's funny. There was... uh, We were doing... I'll end on this. Uh, I don't know, two weeks ago um, with a lot of the females and they're in this Tuesday, Thursday, kind of earlier class, you know, and they're either older or younger. And I was having them put relatively hard kicks on my leg. Right. And afterwards, like, didn't that feel good though? To I, I mean, hitting pads is cool when you crack a pad, mm. but when you put that shin on someone's meat and you just hear it like, hit in there it sounds like you're you know kicking a beef or something <laughs> I mean it feels cool right mm-hmm. and there wasn't one girl who was like no that felt they were like yeah that feels good mm-hmm. because that's I mean you get to feel that power and you know oh if I just put a little bit more I could fucking drop this guy mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, it's cool it gets that out it gets that sense of things that were missing right and um so do martial arts word up don't be a pussy (laughs) K-tip kill the inner pussy